blind corner? A blind corner? Another blind corner? You better call Paul. Hi, Holly. It's Paul. This is Paul. Hi, you... how are you? Good. So, did you have individual questions that you wanted to ask? Did you want to... Yes. Well, um, when I reached out to this place, I had uh, spoken to you a couple months ago. You were kind enough to reply and you had um, to a question I asked and you had said that it doesn't make any sense for me to just replace what I have. I should take the wall down. Right. So I decided, go ahead, um, take on the wall. Um, and I asked for a design that would have a, you know, an updated layout. And they sent me basically the exact same layout I have now, but with a kitchen island and just that mm -hmm. wall down. Right. Uh, so I'm thinking um, that there's probably some improvements that could be made on what I have already. Yeah, let me look at your measurements. One thing is the, the, the cabinetry that's sold at Costco, which I guess is Tuscan Hills, it's actually pretty well made. But you certainly are not working with a, a normal kitchen designer if you're getting uh, a design done from Costco. You're probably saving a little bit of money, but then there's not really a, a brain behind what you're doing to sort of ensure that all of this sort of makes sense. So let me just ask you a couple of questions. So when I look at the layout of your kitchen as this is, um, the door that is on the one wall that, that nothing is on right now, you have a back door, I guess, that's going outside to the right of the sink. Yeah. Is that, that other door, the other door a garage door? That's a garage door, and that blank wall is actually a fireplace. The blank wall, the wall that the garage door is on, has a fireplace somewhere? Yes. yes. Between the garage door and then the door that goes out to the back, that's, that's a fireplace. That's a fireplace. So that's sort of interesting. Usually if your garage, you have a fire. So your garage was added onto the house. Is that why that's a fireplace? Or? No. No, the garage was not added on. I do not know why they put a, a fireplace in, in such a small kitchen. I've lit it maybe one time and it it was turned it into a in a literal oven in there. Oh, you mean it's it's re, it's a, it's a fireplace that's opening into the kitchen. Correct. So, okay, so now I understand. So um and it's a functioning fireplace, I guess? I don't use it. How old is your house? It could, but yeah, I haven't I don't I didn't keep up with it because it's really not practical to have one in there. And it has a mantle and everything else or Yes. Hmm. So the whole, that whole wall is brick. That whole wall is brick. Up to the fireplace. Not, I mean, up to the garage room mm -hmm. door, the garage door or the other side mm -hmm. of the garage into the dining room is not brick. Right. I mean, one of the issues that you have with this kitchen, the design that they did, it's not really horrible or anything. If you're not using that wall that the fireplace is on, you're sort of pretty restricted as to what possibilities that you have. Mm -hmm. And then you, you haven't started the project, so your load-bearing wall is still up and everything, right? Correct. With the brick on the fireplace, if you, I mean, if you really think that that's a fireplace that doesn't 
have any merit to it, then if you were to close it up or cover it up, and does is there a fireplace on the second floor for you, this area? No, no. And it's, it's a brick wall that's exposed and has the fireplace in the middle of it. Yeah, and the fireplace kind of bumps out a little bit. Like mm-hmm. it, it comes up and then goes back into the wall. And I wouldn't worry. Um, it looks fine. I mean, it's a nice look. It adds interest. But I wouldn't want to put anything on that wall anyway because it's, um, it's like the entryway to the back is right there. Well, you couldn't so cover I the couldn't door. Couldn't even put cabinetry. But you know, have, you have to, you couldn't start cabinetry until you were three feet away from that door. But mm-hmm. you could have a very different kitchen if you were putting cabinets on that wall. And you sort of don't have much of a choice if you're not doing anything that with that wall. So, for an example, if that wall had your refrigerator on it. Now your stove could move down. You could have cabinetry on either side of your stove. You'd have a lot more usable countertop space to be working at because your refrigerator was on that wall. And the back of your house is what's the back of your house made out of? Oh, well, if you go out that back door, there's a screened in porch. There's a screened in porch. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that wall is getting cabinets on it. I have to add up all these numbers that you have in the picture. But let's see, you've got going across the spaces D, E, F, and G. So D is 51 plus, if people are listening to this, trying to figure out figuring out what I'm doing, this is the measurement guide that Costco gives you, I guess, to, uh, yeah. <laughs> to figure out your, your dimensions on your own, which is a, a frightening concept. So for example, when you're doing these measurements and somebody hands you something like this, the act of actually doing a kitchen design from the measurements that you're really supplying with this initial measurement guide is incredibly dangerous. So 99% of people probably couldn't measure this correctly only because like when you're measuring your window that's over your sink, do you include the trim that's on the window in the size of the window or did you measure the inside of the window? That was the outside edge of the window. The outside edge of the the trim on the window. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when you're measuring the door, you're measuring the outside outside edge. Mm -hmm. So the G is 37. So that's outside edge. And was there any wall against to the right of that door? Is the trim right? Like an inch, inch, inch or two. Okay. So we know that we got an inch or two that's not being accounted for that would help your cause. And then as long as the measurements that you're adding from the corner of the room to the window are on to the outside trim of that window, and then the window itself is outside trim to outside trim, and then the F measurement from the door to the doorway from the window is outside trim to the doorway, you're accounting for everything. A lot of times what a lot Mm -hmm. of people would do is they'd measure to the window or they'd measure to the trim, then they'd measure the inside of the window, and then the measurements won't all add up. So a good way to do this is if we were to to just go and add up in your design, you have D, E, F, and G. Well, your L, P, 
and J should add up to those same numbers. And if they don't, then we know that we have, you know, we have a problem <laughs> according, yeah. according to the design. But so you have, but theoretically you have 157 inches. So 157 inches minus 26 equals, you really only have a couple of options. If the wall is coming out, and I think the wall coming out certainly makes this an eat-in kitchen and makes it a better space makes it your house less formal, but you're happy with the wall coming out, right? And connecting. Yeah, but it would bring more sunshine in for sure. Okay. So then you don't really have very many choices. Your your choices really are either to not put anything on the fireplace wall as they're doing now, in which case pretty much you're you probably are going to end up, you know, there's not very many versions of this area that are going to work. Although I, I think that They've got you in this design. They have you sitting on the back side of the island and you got 157. And really your island is going in the right direction. But I think what you want to be doing is sitting on the side in back of, the, you know, with the refrigerator facing the refrigerator because your island is longer. It can be much longer in that direction. So okay. they're just orienting your island in like in this in this picture with this island they've got you sitting with two people but it's hard for me to see what the cabinetry is that they're using it looks like they've got just one set of cabinets that they're putting cabinets at and then they're thinking that you're going to get two bar stools on the end of that island and the end of the island won't ever fit two bar stools that way so it's only really going to okay. fit one but it will fit several bar stools in the other direction. It looks to me like they've got this. Yeah, they've got the island going in the right direction, but they just have the the seating area in the the wrong on the wrong side. Uh, so you put the seating where the on the fireplace wall. You put the seating on the fireplace wall, and you'd have okay. one. You'd have a cabinets coming down, and you could really probably have your island go. The length of C is 110 inches. And the, the opening to the left of the refrigerator goes into the hallway. Yeah. And then the other door to the left of that opening is your basement. Um, no, that's the like that's the only closet I have. Oh, okay. And do you use that as a, a coat closet or is it a pantry closet? No, it's not or? large enough. It's a, it's a pantry. Okay. What's on the other side of A? the A measurement that you have your opening going back there. That's yeah. So that's, that, that's a doorway you walk through. And then on the other side of that, there's a basement door on the left and a bathroom door on the right. On the right. And B is 36 inches. And what's the A measurement that's eight inches wide. What's in back of the A. That's between the opening and the, it's just a piece of wall that's on either side. So it just sticks out there. Yeah. So your house works better if A is zero and B moves down that way. Right. Okay. So if you open, so just take that little mini wall out, take the mini wall out and I would close up B. I would leave myself with a 36 inch opening. If you're moving the doorway down, suddenly, you, you know, you have much more space, right? You'll have the ex, you'll have eight extra inches. And that eight extra inches that you have, you can use for another, a bigger cabinet in between the refrigerator and the stove, 
or instead of having a blind base in the corner where your stove is at, suddenly you're you can now have a lazy Susan maybe in that in that corner. Moving these appliances farther apart helps the cause. I might even instead of like in the picture, it shows that the opening that you had, the doorway has a trim around it. Do you have yes. trim around your doorway or is it? Uh... Yes. So if it was me, I might even make that doorway one without trim. So I, okay. it's like right now, the trim is maybe three inches or two and a half inches wide on either side. You have a 30 inch wide doorway and then you have this trim around either side. Well, what if you got rid of the trim and you made it just drywall and corner bead? Corner bead isn't really that attractive because it's just a square corner. If you really wanted to get fancy, nowadays they sell corner bead that's rounded so that it looks like plaster. It looks a lot more attractive. So it, it takes that square opening that you're going to be leaving yourself and just gives it a little bit more character so that all okay. the corners are all rounded. And you can talk to the contractor that's doing the work about it, but it, it's free. It doesn't really corner bead, you know, is it $2 a length? whether it's plastic or whether it's plastic with a rounded corner or metal with a square corner. But the reason that you would love to, to be able to just do that is now you'll capture even more space. So now if you left yourself, say, made the opening even a little bit bigger. So instead of having the opening be 30 inches, the opening was 32 inches, but now you don't have any trim. So now you're gonna actually get B was 36 you're gonna get another four inches. So you're gonna get eight inches from A, and then you're gonna get another four inches from B. I mean, from, uh, yeah, from, from the doorway that we're calling B. And so suddenly you have 12 inches of added countertop that can be over you know where your refrigerator and your stove are. And then the good thing about that too, is once that doorway is moved so that it's right against the closet, you're actually going to end up with the door to your garage being straight across from the door to the hallway and the bathroom and everything. And then the, the pantry door is right there, too. So what you're actually doing is we, we, we call it funneling traffic. So the traffic of the people that are walking through the spaces are all going in the same line. So that really allows your cabinetry to be bigger. So your island can actually grow the 12 inches that you just really move the doorway over because it's not going to be in the way anymore. You'll get a foot longer island out of this, and that will probably mean that you'll sit an extra person and then okay. you'll get more countertop, you know, on one side of your stove. Do you follow all that so far? Yeah, that sounds great. The biggest cabinet in your whole kitchen is the corner to the right of the stove. Yeah, that, that, there's so much wasted space there. So I don't know what they're doing with that space right now. They're making it a blind cabinet. So a blind cabinet is one of those cabinets where you have to open the door and then reach all the way back to try to access that space all the way in the corner. Yeah, that's what when, I have now. When we design somebody's kitchen, we would only give them a blind cabinet if somebody put a gun to our head. Really, what you want to do is make that area accessible 
And the way to do that is to put like a lazy Susan in the corner with a folding door. Then the door folds open. And now you have like a lazy Susan that spins around. You can totally get anything that you want in there. The lazy Susans nowadays, and even from Tuscan Hills, I'm sure the lazy Susans won't have like a bar in the middle of the lazy Susan and have it be a cheap plastic thing. It's probably going to be a wooden lazy Susan that sits on a shelf. You'll have one below and one above. And even if you didn't even make it a lazy Susan, if you just made it open shelves, you totally can get into that corner because when you open the folding door, everything is accessible to you. In fact, that kind okay. of folding door has a name. The name of that door is called an easy reach door. So it's making it okay. easy to reach into the corner. The, really the advantage of moving your doorway is that once you move your doorway, you'll have 12 extra inches now you can have a lazy Susan or easy reach cabinet in the corner. And then I guess what I would do too, if you have an easy reach and you kept your dishwasher where it is, then your sink would come down, probably centered on the window. But you might even be better off if we had you have an easy reach and then we gave you a double trash can pull out on the left of your sink and then had your sink cabinet, and then your dishwasher to the right of your sink cabinet, and then whatever's left, another cabinet on the end. So I can really tell you what that would be. How big a sink? I don't, I don't have any. I, I haven't thought about that. That doesn't really matter to me much. Let's say we give you a standard single bowl sink. Ideally, we want to have you end up centered in front of the window, maybe. Yes, that's how it is now. So let's see what the center of the window is. How about that? So 23. So the center of the window is 74 inches down. Yeah. So really you could have a lazy Susan in the corner, then an 18 inch double trash can pull out, then your sink with a filler to get your sink centered in front of the window, or maybe make your trash can pull out a 21 inch trash can pull out. So then you have your Lazy Susan in the corner, a 21-inch double trash can pull out, then a 36-inch sink cabinet. Then you'll have your dishwasher. That leaves you with like a 9-inch cookie sheet and tray cabinet on the end. And then your pots and pans cabinets that you're going to have, instead of being to the right of your sink, really ideally in a kitchen, you like to have your sink and your trash can cabinet. I guess the other way to do it is you could keep your dishwasher where it sort of is and you could get your lazy Susan cabinet, then your dishwasher, then your sink cabinet centered in front of the window, then your trash can cabinet. And then if you did that, you would be left with a bigger cabinet on the right. So, um, cause you could make your sink cabinet a little bit smaller. So maybe you could have your Late your your sink sort of a little not instead of centered on the window a tiny bit to the left of the window and like you have it a tiny bit to the right now and then you'd have your trash can cabinet and then a drawer base with drawers on the right of that so I mean you have to play okay. around with it the person that's really doing this is not really considering the things that you really have to have you really want to be designing a kitchen so that you have a dishwasher on the one side of you so that you can be actually be accessing the corner there. So you're not wasting that corner. You want to have a dishwasher on one side of your trash can on the other. 
Ideally, it actually is better if the dishwasher is to the right of you, only because then the dishwasher door is not coming down when you're unloading it, preventing you from putting a lot of stuff away and all the cabinetry that's to the left of the dishwasher, right? So if we didn't mm -hmm. move the dishwasher to the right of your sink, then when your dishwasher door was down, you could really put everything away. So that's probably the better design is to have the lazy yeah, Susan, yeah. then the two, the 21 inch wide double trash can pull out, then have your sink and you can have as big a sink as you want because it can be centered on the window. Or if you wanted to have it a little bit off centered, you can have a small cabinet, then the dishwasher, a smaller sink cabinet will be not quite centered on the window. And then you'd have your dishwasher and then like a drawer base to the right of that. But having your dishwasher to the right of your sink probably makes it easier for you to put stuff away. And then yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then what we also want to do is when we redesign your kitchen, we want to have the cabinets on either side of your sink. So this designer did one thing that's good is he left the cabinets the same distance away from the window on either side so that it sort of seems symmetrical, right? That at least the, the, the cabinets aren't pressed up against the window on one side and far away on the other. But if we can make mm -hmm. it work, what really looks the most attractive is to have the cabinets on either side of the window be also the same size. We won't do that on the podcast. I'll do it after we finish talking. I'll put your measurements, to, I'll put them to scale, and then I'll hand draw in how you might be able to accomplish that. Okay, so it's you're saying it's a toss-up between having them both the same amount of space between the cabinet and the window, window or have them the same side, and you say the air you want, to go no, you, the same you side. you want both. Ideally, we want to do both, and I don't think it's going to be impossible to do that. In fact, the other thing that they gave you is they gave you a dead corner to the... Actually, what they did was... Oh, yeah, so I guess they gave you a blind cabinet on the right side of your stove too. So you got yeah. blind cabinets everywhere. So I know that seems right. like a waste. Yeah, it just it just makes it impossible to get at these places. So instead of having a blind cabinet, maybe we'll give you a, an angled corner cabinet in the corner or a folding door cabinet in the corner so that you can access the corner. And then you'll end okay. up with like a 12 inch cabinet to the right of your stove. But you might have a little bit of an issue in that the door on the left side of your stove is a different size than the door to the right side of your stove. But I'll play around with it. We'll see if we can get it so that it's sort of symmetrical. And then, okay. you know, when you're looking at your island, we're going to have everything in your island, I think, open up towards the refrigerator so that you have one run of cabinets with pots and pans so that they'll be ac directly across from your stove, essentially. That can be a pretty long island, especially if you move the door down. So maybe you're going to get two sets of pots and pans cabinets going along that, or anything else that you want, pots and pans cabinets, and then a, a cabinet with a drawer on top and door below. And then you'll be sitting on the back with the fireplace in back of you. But now you'll be able to sit three people along there. And if you really wanted to get fancy, you could have an overhang on both sides, on the back of the island and on the side of the island going into the dining room so that people could sit along the back and on the side and sort of face each other when they were sitting. 
You follow that? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So are you, did, did I hear you say only have drawers open towards the fridge? Because it looks, they also have doors that open towards the sink. They, they did that, but you know, see how they have the blank. Yeah. That looks terrible. Right. So yeah. I, I think what we want to do is you could do that and then put, have doors, you know, open towards the sink. But I think it's much more likely that if you're at the island, you won't be working at the sink side of the island. You'll be working at the stove side of the island because that's the long direction. So if you're cutting and chopping and preparing a meal or doing something, you can be facing the people that are at the table. You can be facing the fireplace and then turn to your right to see people at the, the dining room table. But that side of the island is going to be the working side. So if that's the working side of the island, why don't we just put fake panels on the ends and on the back to make it look attractive? And then everything will be open from the excuse me refrigerator and the stove side. And then everything will just be fake panels on the backs and on the other side. And you won't have some things that are fake and some things that are real. And you won't have these blank spaces. You know, it wouldn't be a big deal if you wanted to have a big blank space to have the sides be blank and flat and have the back be blank and flat. That doesn't look anywhere near as bad as having cabinets open from different directions and having one space that's just flat space, right? That looks silly. Yeah, yeah so, it does. So yeah, I think you're just better off having everything open from the, the one side because also then everything opening from the one side, you have the most length there. So you'll have wide cabinets going in that direction. Whereas if you have it from the sink side, the things that open from the sink side. So what do they got? They got, I guess what he, they did was they got a trash can pull out there and another pull out. Oh, so that's how they were getting four people to sit. So they were going to have your island be four feet deep and not, doesn't really look like that in the picture though. Yeah, it looks to me like the sink side is is wider than refrigerator side. I don't know. When I look at the whole kitchen in the first picture that they show you, and I look at your island, you know, in proportion to everything else, they're fitting two people there, but they're making it pretty tight in between your refrigerator and your island. Like if I look at the first picture of their kitchen, it looks to me like that countertop lines up with, at best, the right side of the dishwasher, right? Yes. Which is sort of like almost the middle of the window. So the middle of the window is 74 inches. Your refrigerator, if it's a counter depth refrigerator, is going to come out something like with the doors of the refrigerator, we won't even count the handles, 29 inches or something like that, minus 29 equals 45. That's not that bad. If you're sitting on this side, you can sit too. I think really the best use of the space is to do what I said second, is to sit on both sides of this island, is to sit on, okay. sit on the, the, the back side and the end side. But, um, Wait, I would have to, um, the floor in front of the uh, hearth, the fireplace, like it kind of dips down and it's brick for a little bit, uh -huh. but that could be, I'm having, I could, um, 
going to have a floor guy come in anyway when I take the wall down. So maybe something could happen there. Well, I don't think you have to worry because I'm making your island go in the other direction. So you have way more space with your island the way I'm I'm running it than the way they're running it. So oh, they're, okay. So I'm running it in the other direction. So if you left the same amount of space, like 45 inches between the refrigerator and the front of the island, which is not a bad okay. amount of space. If you left 45 inches, but then back of the countertop where people were sitting, there would be another at least 45 inches. So there'd be plenty okay. of room, even if the fireplace comes out a little bit. I don't think that uh, you're getting that close to it. Okay. Oh, no, yeah. No, I'm saying the floor in front of the fireplace is kind of like dug out and lower with brick. But how much? Hmm. I don't know. Good question. Probably about 16 inches. Oh, a whole 16 inches coming out. That's so, my guess. So even in this uh, design, Maybe it's closer to a foot. So even, even in this design, when people are coming in the back door, once you put the island in, you're sort of making people, you know, sort of walk over that area. Yes. Well, that, that's not particularly great. If there's 45 inches there and it comes out a foot, you still got plenty of room for people not, not to step on that unless people are sitting at the island. Once people are okay. sitting at the island in my design, then it will be a little bit tight. In this design, it's going to be a little bit tighter than that with the island running in this direction. But I think you're better off with the island running in the other direction. I mean, there's one other way to do it, too, is that you could have a U-shaped kitchen. I don't know if anybody's, if you've considered that or not, but. Um, I wasn't quite sure what my other options would be when I took that that wall so down when I so if you did 51 plus 46 plus if you were to do a u-shaped kitchen then a u-shaped kitchen would be you'd have your refrigerator stay in the same place you do the same thing with the doorway and with everything else and then you have the lazy susan in the one corner and then you'd have your lazy Susan in the one corner, then your dishwasher normally, then your sink, then you'd have a blind cabinet turning in a U coming out off the wall where the sink is. And then you'd have an okay. overhang on that countertop coming off. And then you'd, you'd be sitting at the back of the U with your back to the island. I mean, with your back to the uh, fireplace facing the refrigerator. Okay. The only thing about that design is you'll be sitting into this door. Like when people come in the door, you'll, yeah, be, sitting into be, their, you'll be sitting into their area, essentially. And then when we're doing it that way, too, you'll be that much closer. You'll be, you know, you'll be that much closer when you're sitting there. Essentially, the countertop is going to come all the way down to pretty much the same area where it's coming down to now. But you'll mm -hmm. be sitting there. You'll force everybody to be have to be walking, you know, over your the front of your fireplace. So, I mean, I, that that fireplace is uh, if it really you don't use it and everything else, it might be something you might want to think about uh, <laughs> uh, deactivating. Yeah, it looks nice uh, and it gives it some character, but it is it does add some challenges. Mm -hmm. um, I think I like the island better 
Yeah, the island I'd be better than a U because like mm-hmm. you said, to have people walk around and sit there mm-hmm. in front of the door might be a hassle. Okay. You could do it either way and you could have the island also go in a direction that they have it going in now and have everything open from one side. But the, just the space that you have is longer in one direction than the other. So yeah. you'll, get a, you'll get a bigger island going in the other direction and you'll be able to sit on two sides of it. Yeah. So it's sort of a toss up. Generally, I think you're a little bit better off going in the other direction. And then when you're at the stove, if you're working at the stove, you don't have a great amount of countertop to work at. So it makes it easy to just turn around and work at the island and then go to the stove from the island. Okay. I'll do a hand drawing just because can, I can do that very quickly instead of putting it on a computer and everything. Gotcha. And, uh, and then send it to you so that you can sort of see it. But the biggest thing about this whole thing is I take out the wall and I'd move the doorway down. And both of those okay. shouldn't be outrageously expensive. And then I guess if all the measurements are correct, then you might not be bad off getting cabinets from Costco. It's just the only road to getting cabinets from Costco that sort of makes sense is before you finally place the order, you might want to check with us again or check with me again, just to make sure that okay. they haven't done anything else that doesn't add up or whatever. Yeah, I also, I noticed that you like, I think, Fabu Wood, and I do mm-hmm. have some local places that, that have that. So I think that will be my next option is go seeing, seeing what else is out there. Yeah, there's a lot of cabinets that like Fabu Wood is in, Fabu Wood is the most expensive probably of the inexpensive brands. But there's a lot of other brands that are very inexpensive that are maybe 20% less than Fabu Wood that are very well made. The Costco brand, from what I remember looking up when I looked it up, it's pretty well made, but I think the pricing is very similar to like CNC or Cubitech. There's a lot of cabinet brands that are a little bit less expensive than Fabiwood that will be equally well made. Like if you go to a Fabiwood dealer, it's quite likely that they carry a whole bunch of different cabinet lines. Like we carry Fabiwood. We carry Timberlake, we carry Jim Bishop cabinets, we carry two custom cabinet brands. So we carry all of these different brands. And so why that's a good thing is the designers are have to be that much better because they're working in high-end cabinet lines. So they're just that much more knowledgeable and they sell customers whatever the kinds of cabinets the customers need. And if we're selling somebody a Fabiwood kitchen, well, it's actually less work a lot of the time. It's We're certainly making less money as designers on a Fabiwood kitchen, but it's less time because it's not so involved and detail-oriented as a custom kitchen is. So if you figured out how much we make per hour, there's probably not very much difference between a really expensive kitchen and an inexpensive kitchen. It's just, you know, there's much more work in the expensive ones or should be if you're doing them right. So the designers that are working in at cabinet dealerships that um, sell a bunch of different brands, they're good enough to know all the specs and all the dimensions and all the details for all of these different brands. And, and then you're getting their inexpensive brand, but you're getting a person that you're working with that's much more knowledgeable than the guy. I never that, considered that. Which is really why... The worst thing of all is actually the person 
that is an independent kitchen designer, in my opinion. So an independent kitchen designer is somebody that doesn't really work for a place that sells cabinets. And why that's such a bad idea is the guy from Costco is not charging you for his time, right? That's all free, right. right? So you might go to a kitchen company and they might make you, we make customers pay us $150 deposit to have us measure their kitchen and to have a few appointments with us for us to do the designs and price everything out. Some places have none. Some places have pretty big deposits, but whatever the deposits is, if it's going towards cabinetry and if they're sort of reasonable for cabinetry, then it's it's totally fine. And then you're, you know, you're getting somebody that's much more experienced. If you hire an independent designer that's not selling cabinets, at Costco, you're not paying anything. With us, you're paying $150. Some places you might spend more, but as long as the money's being applied towards the cost of the cabinets, you're not wasting any money. When you have an independent designer, then they're charging you for their time to design a kitchen, but they're not even as good. They're never going to be anywhere near as good as the designer that works with a cabinet dealership that sells the five cabinet brands because those people are working full time. They're designing tons of people's kitchens. They're getting paid commission and they're making way more money than an independent designer ever could doing designs and then charging for their time and then sending people to places to buy cabinets. So anybody that's good at our job is trying to get a job first, not like maybe first you work at Costco and you decide that you like doing it. And then if you get a little bit better, you get a job at Home Depot or Lowe's. And then if you get a little bit better after that, then you get a job in an independent dealership. And then if you get a little bit better at that, you get a job at a really nice independent dealership. And then now you're making a whole lot of money. Now the guy at Costco is making $30,000 a year. The guy at Home Depot and Lowe's is making, you know, maybe 35 or 38. The guy at the independent cabinet dealer, one of our designers makes over $200,000 a year. And there's some designers that make even more than that. The reason that they're getting paid so much money is because they're that much better, really. So, yeah. but that's how our industry works. So you're, okay. if you're working with somebody that's working at one of these better places, they should be more knowledgeable. Otherwise they couldn't have gotten their job really. Or theoretically they okay. shouldn't have been able to get their job. The one good thing about a dealer too, is if they sell Fabiwood, you know, they have to be reasonable. If they were to price Fabiwood very expensively, probably people wouldn't be buying it from them, right? If a dealer is selling Fabiwood, I think that's generally a good sign that they're not overly expensive for the cabinets that they're okay. selling. Okay. So if you go there, you can see what kind of experience you have. Yeah. Especially if, if you call them up and you don't need an appointment to come in or you make an appointment to come in and just sort of talk a little bit about your measurements and stuff like that, see if you get a better feel. And then, you know, if they put the design on the computer for you, then they should do a better job than this. Although this is not that bad. I'm surprised this person at Costco didn't do a bad job. And maybe he doesn't even have the, or she doesn't even have the panels on the sides of the islands and some of the finishing touches just because they didn't have a chance to get to it. Yeah, maybe. So I will um, flesh this out a little bit better for you. 
and then send your hand drawing. And then maybe you can bring that back to Costco or bring it to another kitchen place and they can put it on the computer. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much for your help. I never thought about that little wall and moving that out. And this really. Um, yeah, that's a big thing because really that cabinet that is in the corner. It's a really big cabinet making those two corners blind corners. You probably have almost six or seven square feet of dead space. And, you know, that's okay. pretty much like one whole big cabinet that you're, the biggest cabinet in your kitchen is being eliminated, essentially. Okay. The advantage is suddenly now you're able to use the corner, but more importantly, now you have more countertop too. And having countertop on either side of your stove is sort of helps the cause. That way when you're, yes. you're at your stove, you're not right with your hip pressed up against the countertop like it is now. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Paul. I appreciate your okay. time and your expertise been great yeah. best of luck and uh if you're in the mood don't hesitate uh calling back and checking on something or showing us what you got towards the end or whatever we're we're here if you need us oh, great well thank you so much okay. good talking so to you and have I'll, a nice you, weekend. I'll, e I'll email you the hand drawing probably in the next half hour or so okay all, all right. right take, take care. care paul all right bye-bye Thank you for listening to the Mainline Kitchen Design Podcast with nationally acclaimed kitchen designer Paul McElary. This podcast was brought to you by Brighton Cabinetry, high-quality custom cabinetry at competitive prices. For more on kitchen cabinets and kitchen design, go to www.mainlinekitchendesign.com.